Hello and welcome to Gamercast, the very first episode of our podcast. And we are here to talk about gaming, all things related, and the major events. Hopefully, I'm just making this up as I'm going out. <laughs> joining me on this panel are Nikhil SK. What's up, guys? Uh, you know, good to be here, man. First of its kind, I guess. Hoping to do a lot more and then cover a lot more topics. And Rats. Yeah, what's up? I mean, it's been a long time since I've been on a pod- podcast, so. I know, it's been quite a while, right? Yeah. yeah it's been so well. long, I said podcast. Like, podcast. You that. guys used to do a lot of regular stuff. Yeah, we both used to do on weekends where, you know, he, he was in Bangalore back then I was in Hyderabad. Hmm. It used to be fun. Like, we never stepped to any timing. I miss just... that, dude. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I honestly miss <laughs> that because... I, I think it's, it's like safe to say we should bring it back. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the new addition, but... I know no, I mean, this is the first time we've actually had a setup. <laughs> and got, yeah. you can see your faces clearly. And, you know, the audio is all clear. Everybody's on the same frequency right now, hopefully. I mean, as far as the audio is concerned, I don't know how we are mentally on the same frequency. But whatever. Uh... Let's go, let's dive right into it, right? We've been playing quite a few games that came out recently. Uh, what have you guys been playing? That's like... Uh, I mean, I've been playing all the latest titles that come out. Uh, Battlefield 5 came out like uh, a month earlier this month. Right. right. With early access, thanks to Origin, like the Origin Access Premier. Mm-hmm. Right, so I got like a trial key from my friend Ishan. And I've been playing it. Then I got, you know, I got the game. Uh, started playing it a lot more, and I'm lo- I'm loving it. I'm I'm a big fan of the war stories, especially okay. where they kind of dive into a particular soldier's story in the war front. That was taken from the Battlefield One as well, yeah. right? Where if you uh, you it really put you into one soldier's story Correct. and it jumped through people. Yeah. You think they have? You do you think they've taken any steps forward from so that? I haven't played Battlefield One much, okay. but Battlefield Five, I love what the devs have done in the multiplayer mechanic where you're no longer a lone wolf. Okay. Yes, this has put most of the people in the community off because they prefer playing as a lone wolf. Like, right. I'm a lone wolf a multiplayer guy myself. Right. But playing with a squad, like recently I just played with all the streamers out there from India and we played in two different squads. Mm. That was so much fun. Like, we had a lot of fun and we were playing. Even SK was yeah. there. Like, we got the best squad multiple times. That was, like, so cool. What, uh, what do you uh, choose while, while you're in the squad? Oh, Which I'm, role? I'm medic. Like, yeah, medic. I've always oh, been medic. He's, he's always like, separate. I think I should put out there, he's a pretty good medic. He's yeah. a pretty good medic. I mean, <laughs> there was at least one point of the game where I no- got knocked out like three times, I think, and he was just like, stab, pick him up. Yeah. I get two more frags. It's like a morphine scene. <laughs> but that's just like rats in real life, always got a back, right? Always, it's just a very natural people, transition yeah. to him there. I think I mean, it's from, from Overwatch to this, I, yeah. it feels like he fits in in that I mean, role. Every yeah. game I've played, multiplayer-wise, I've always been drawn to the support, support role. Right. And yeah. uh, one thing I want to know, obviously there's this leader selection that's there. I've been hearing quite a bit mixed things about how it's pretty random with, with the way readers are selected. I could be wrong though. The squad it, leader? Yeah, yeah, it is, it is random. random. It is random. It is. But see, the current leader can always pass it on. So if yeah. you're playing with a group of friends, you can always like pass it on. Because right, we had yeah. captain playing with us. In okay. Yeah, he, he was like, like, I want to be the captain, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then you pass it on to him. But I guess in a random lobby scenario, yeah, that Probably. can kind of be a bit of a bummer, because right? Because the leader can give you these calls and it's yeah. it's on your screen, right? right. It's in yeah. your face. There's, uh, it's like not, attack there's no ways stuff. of ignoring it or I haven't figured out an option. So mm-hmm. maybe in a random squad scenario when he's spamming an objective that maybe you don't want to go to, mm-hmm. kind of gets annoying, I guess. Uh, luckily, you know, it's not like League or whatever where there's a sound, mm-hmm. but you do see the objective that your leader is marking and giving you these call-outs. Makes sense. Also, yeah. to add on to that, like since Battlefield 5 has taken that squad levels to, like, it's, it's the primary focus is playing with your squad. Mm-hmm. Because the more attack orders you complete, the more defense orders, all yeah. everything you do with the squad, even if you revive your squad mate, you get mm-hmm. extra points. And these points can be used by your squad leader to call in like reinforcements, uh, you know, a bomb drop or something at a particular point. So that kind of helps. It's kind of like your score streaks from Call of Duty. Right. So it's a really, you know, it's a really interesting thing there. So the better you, the you know, the more you play with your squad together and you perform well as a squad, you will get more rewards out of it. I right. guess that's where the whole, you know, random leader comes into play. Yeah. Because your leader's marking something else and you're capping another. I don't think it's going to It's not going to matter at all. You anything, you know, because... That's what's happening. I think most of the guys just running around the place. Because mm-hmm. right now people are figuring out the new maps. And there are like a couple of them from beta. But the newer maps, you just see people free for all. Okay. Yeah, no squads, no nothing. It's just like you see random They're people running like houses chickens. and stuff. So in a way, yeah, I think they might have to rework that system. But for now, when you play in a four-man squad, it's, it's just pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Especially okay. the grand operation. What has been your favorite kill so far in Battlefield? 
So I think we played, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we played, yeah, we played a map recently, all, all like eight eight streamers, I think, and there was there was one dude on top of a church. Okay. I forgot the map. Always. Exactly. Like, it was giving me seven private rounds. <laughs> exactly. It was one guy, and I, I didn't. So it was just like fifteen minutes into the game for me, so oh. I didn't realize the assault class had a bazooka. Okay. And then I heard robots screaming or Axion screaming. Someone was like. Take out your damn rocket launcher and shoot this guy. Mm -hmm. Just shot the bell. Bell broke and this guy just fell off. The <laughs> <laughs> I remember that in the war. Yeah, thing, you know, he loses instant high ground, right? It's not like I'm so used to PUBG where you can't force people out of yeah, high ground. I know, I'm just like, hey, dude, has, this has the whole leveling mechanic. Exactly. I leveled the top of the church and then he's just down there and he's like, that, okay. that's the most like, fun part of our game. Tell me, dude. Yeah. Tell me, so you. I, I think the whole destructive environment. I enjoyed it in Fortnite as well. Huh? This, I think, I'll enjoy even yeah. more. Tell me. You gave the line, say your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I realized I had the launcher, I was like, okay. <laughs> I took a while, I took distance, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready. Oh, I guess that church is closed for the weekend. So, uh, apart but this, Banfield has just been around the corner, but I want to compare it to another game that has been released recently. Call of Duty. Yes. I, I just read your mind because right. that's the age-old battle since yeah. it, you know, both games came out. And this is probably the most intense head-to-head. -head it, it, it actually is because right. both, they, I've played both games, right? right? I've played COD and I see one thing I love about COD is they've got their fast-paced gameplay. Yeah. It is kind of, it's balanced, it's really good. All the pro players for both console, even some, you know, professional streamers who are playing COD on PC say it is one of the best cards out there, mm -hmm. like for in this generation, because right. it's giving you a whole set of multiplayer modes. Right. It's giving you Battle Royale, mm -hmm. which majority kind of uncomfortable with, but yeah. it's optimized Battle Royale. Why are they? Uh, and wait, wait, I, I don't know. I didn't know that people were uncomfortable with the Battle Royale. It's a lot to do with, I think, just the the learning curve, right? Because okay. yeah. you got armor, you got different types, then you have your perks, then mm. you have your attachments and everything is comparatively different mm -hmm. to the existing battle royale so it's almost like a brand new experience right and since it's so fast-paced it's, it's difficult for a new player like i was i never played a cod franchise till right. black ops 4 right it was my first ever cod and when i switched from like say a thousand hours of pubg it was kind of difficult i took about a couple of hours to just figure out mm. the mechanics and the aiming because there's no decoil oh yeah, believe it or not, there's no recoil. Like okay. If you play a lot of PUBG recoil. and then you play, you take an SMG or something, right. there is zero recoil. Okay, and crazy. for you to like muscle memory again, right? I can you're, imagine, you're, yeah. you're playing PUBG with an AK that probably like eight bullets and you're up in the air, and then right. you're playing COD, you have the same gun on an assault rifle and there's zero recoil. Mm -hmm. Muscle memory is one, attachments, maps, and it's just the way like everything functions, you know, blue zones, vehicles. You've got to relearn the whole mm -hmm. battle royale experience, but with Battlefield, I think when it comes out, it's just gonna be like pick up and run. Just like yeah. it's gonna be, I think. Um, have they put the map out yet? No, they haven't. They, they said the they'll bring it out, out sometime end December. Yeah, end they, December. It won't come immediately on day one. That's why God won. See, they that's got their... gonna be super basic. You pick your class, mm -hmm. you have your inbuilt weapons, whatever. Change your guns probably, and then just rush. Mm -hmm. In COD, there's so much to do with you know. It's like your armor, you gotta keep replacing. You gotta make sure you have stims. Also, I don't get the point where you know. You have 20 meds at one point in time. You can carry oh, yeah. that. You can carry, a, you can lot. carry a lot of meds in card, which which is there's two ways to look at it. One, yes, if I take out, I get to reset the fight and mm. I have an even chance. It's almost like you know when Fortnite had the build mechanics. Right. That's like you can reset the fight. Right. Card allows you to do that, but I'm saying in a fast-paced game when you have 20 meds, right. it's too prolonged the fights and mm. it takes almost like six, seven good you know shots at a target to take and them down. Constantly, you're healing, healing. All the fights are prolonged. Yeah. It is sort of intense, but then I don't know. I didn't enjoy the battle royale element, but mm -hmm. the deathmatch, I love that stuff yeah. because so, and super also fast paced. Yeah, the and the co-op is uh, fun. And zombies, I really like what they did to zombies. It, it was so much fun. I think I was grinding zombies for like two hours or something. That was a fun aspect for me, at least. I think when it comes, and you could correct me on the, uh, if I'm wrong, when it comes to all the mechanics that you explained me with the no recall, with the fast pace, I think Call of Duty adheres more towards the people who just want to pick a, uh, a surrounding of a surrounding off a war setting and just have fun, a blast with it. I think it's more to do with like the sweet spot because yeah. see, nobody is doing fast pace battle right. right? If you think about it. Fortnite, like I said, it's it's sort of slow. Right. Uh, PUBG is also, but in terms of just fights, like one v ones or squad versus squad, mm. COD is so much more like. 
fast. It's super right. fast pace. Your fights get either like I said, if you're carrying 20 miles, it's gonna take like five minutes yeah. to kill yeah. the damn guy. But most of the fights I've seen is like it's pretty good and like like you said optimization that's where it all comes down to yeah. I mean, when you, you talk you, battle royale it's all about the like FPS. there's the activation money all over like, all day, like day one they did say that there's no southeast asian servers but day two they brought out the SES servers and everyone started playing on it i played my first game it was smooth but i just had one rubber band yeah, effect but at the beginning that's the it. downside of that is there was no server pop mm-hmm. so when they split asia and sea that like you know you're basically dividing the players as well right uh, there was not many people who were playing solos and duos in the SES servers okay. but there was a lot of people playing squads so, so that kind of like forced you to only play one specific uh, game, game mode oh, I can see how that's restrictive mm. but, but making a direct comparison to Call of Duty and Battlefield let me first get it out of the way okay. yeah. audio is very important to me when it comes to yeah. games like this that, that way I think I, Battlefield has a more emotional yeah, I audio. love the yeah. way Guns sound in battle. Yeah, I do. They're realistic. Let me know. They're actually very realistic. It's not too loud. Yeah. uh, As well, and you can, like you said, the directional sound you can pinpoint. So as a PvP like guy, I I love the fact that they've figured that out. Mm -hmm. Because PUBG has a lot of problems with directions. It depends on what sort of headphones you're using, all that stuff. Battlefield, I was just plug and play, Mm -hmm. no surround sound, nothing, and it was it's perfect, right? Like you said, I could find out where I was getting shot from. Yes, I don't know the maps yet, mm-hmm. so I don't know which area, like, you know, in PUBG, if someone shoots me from a specific area of the map, I'm like, I know he's in a house or whatever. Yeah. But in Battlefield, I'm still trying to figure, but at least I know in a general direction. But from an instinct, you can still turn. I can still turn and probably, like, free fire in that. But okay, that does a lot for immersion. Yes. And, it does. And also for new players to Battlefield, you know, if they're coming from a game like PUBG where they can sense with the sound, you know, through instinct, mm. it's going to be pretty hard for them to kind of get used to it because of other things like tank explosions, right. planes and all that. Yeah. All of those, because <laughs> war element kind of puts you in that shell shock position like, oh God, what is this? I'm in a war. There's two people fighting there. There's a tank coming over there. Oh, there's a plane right above me. The particle effects are Yeah, it's mad. mad. Yeah. And also another thing where Battlefield wins is that the devs have announced that there is no premium pass. Like, right, I was going to get to that. That's, That's one bummer that I had with the Call of Duty. I found yeah. that to be very shady with the things that because somebody's already playing a paying a huge some upfront for the base game, and then your what is the charge for the uh, additional maps? I think no. So they haven't announced any additional maps. They've only announced like a black market. So the black market is like your in-game store where you can purchase cosmetics to make your character look pretty much like. Yeah. Again, you're gonna microtransaction. Again, you're gonna microtransaction. It's not loot boxes. It's not I, loot I, I know you have a thing against loot <laughs> boxes. I mean, no, like, yeah. Okay, we're getting that. Because you know, as a we've done like some 30 podcasts before. 20 of them were during the time where we covered loot boxes because it was the time where EA was doing some really shady things. It, it, it's not a rewarding where it just drops, but not yeah. the whole. But but uh, you know what? I can't really comment against that because I'm someone who actually purchases them. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's like I mean, cosmetics are totally fine. I'm, I'm no, because totally PUBG, fine. I do spend a good amount of money now. Not like every week or so, or every patch or so, but once in a while when it catches my eye. Like mm. you know, recently they launched a patch which a lot of skins for leaderboard guys, for streamers. Mm. So it's like a direct way of supporting your content creators. Right, right? So I like a guy called Puglet. He's a very entertaining guy on YouTube. So I bought his shirt. Okay. Right? Partly, yes, the shirt looks good, but you're also supporting. You know, those I'm okay with, but mm. not the whole, like, you know, buy this loot, get this boost, and then... Yeah. Oh, wait, there are, there, are, there are proper boosts. No, they're not boosts in PUBG, but I'm saying, like, that's, the, that's where... Yeah, I'm the most Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty doesn't have, doesn't have that. boosts. It's yeah. all... It's, see, it's, it's they don't even have XP boosts right. as well. They only have those double XP weekends and weapon right. double yeah. XP weekends. Mm-hmm. The only thing you get from Call of Duty is, you know, purchasing in-game uh, loot if you want. But... The one thing they've added, they've actually taken the system from PUBG and Fortnite, mm. the battle pass system in right. their black market. Mm. So the more you play and the more XP you get, you kind of go up the tiers. Mm. And each time you just level up, you get like some random skin. So you don't have to go into these microtransactions to get these really cool but skins. The it's original pass, buying the pass is a microtransaction. Oh, in yeah, a way, right. Right? No, so, so, I mean, it's a smaller sum. But no, that's the thing. So I haven't bought the pass because okay. I think it's given you know to everybody when they buy the game. Mm. I think maybe in the future they might add it, not 100% It's, it's the sure. same leveling system, I feel. Like, right. you know, League of Legends has it as well, right? You mm-hmm. have a general leveling system, but each day you have quests. Correct. Maybe, yeah. like, get X amount of kills, yeah. X amount of gold, stuff like that. And, and that, I feel like, is sort of rewarding because, you know, it, it kind of helps you correct the mistakes maybe that you made. Yeah. Right. By giving, it's not like you're just giving a free reward as a compensation, but you're 
sort of getting the players to work for it as well. Yeah, right. I mean, even Battlefield, yeah, even Battlefield has that quest over COD. Like COD, yeah. I have never seen like ambition where I have to do a certain number of things. It's just that I play well, mm. I get a lot of XP. But okay. in Battlefield, there's something called assignments. So you can mm. have a max of four assignments, and you can choose how you want to play because that's right. how Battlefield is designed. Right. Where I want to be medic, I can go to you know getting medic proficiency for. Mm. Everything like for both sides, right. and also improving my weapon proficiency and stuff like that. And right. by completing said assignments, I get certain cosmetic rewards, which okay. make my character look like pretty cool and stuff like that. That's fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair enough. Okay, moving on to next topic. You were playing another game uh, recently. Oh, yeah. Something to do with assassinating <laughs> <Yes>. Sean Bean. <laughs> the undying. So <laughs> the yeah. one guy who's not supposed to live anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like in any medium. It's like he was in. It started off with movies, huh? then it moved on to TV shows, and now it's come to games. Right. That's the life of Sean Bean and his, you know, untimely death. But in untimely Hit- <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, the, the, I'm coming to that. So yeah. in Hitman 2, there is they have actually added this from the previous games, where for a limited time mm-hmm. you get this elusive target, mm-hmm. where you ha- yeah, you get they? one try. Mm. You get one try, you should not let the uh, target escape, you should not uh, die, mm. and you should not fail the mission. So just one try, you just have to finish him off. Okay. So I was playing it on a stream last night, mm. and I did everything perfectly. I was like, okay, fine. I know when he comes in here, he's going to get wrecked, mm. right? But something went wrong, and they kind of, you know, I, I was being hunted. Mm. I panicked, took out the pistol, started, you know, bringing out the Call, call of Duty in me. Silent assassin. I was doing so well, and then I just, you know, killed all of them, went down to the basement, changed uh, clothes, and I came back to the same room. He's alone. And I thought, okay, Sean Bean, the undying. I'm sorry, dude. Shot the first two bullets, it missed. That was what me a... panicking and potatoing, yes. Honestly, Rats, it, it's his honor. the one guy <laughs> in this whole world who managed to <laughs> no, miss but, Sean Bean. No, but they do say the third time the charm. So the third bullet hit him right in the head, oh, in wow. between the eyes. But it was a really cool uh, thing. So this is like every two weeks hmm. that there are elusive targets. So Sean right. Bean, the way they announced him as a hype, Hmm. Like, I am the undying. All of you agents have tried killing me and hmm. they have failed. Hmm. Pretty much, you know, giving that uh, reference to his yeah. uh, death in all these different, fan, you know, arts, uh, work of arts right. and fiction. And coming here, like, and even in the pr- uh, briefing, hmm. in the last line, your handler, Diane, says, This is an embarrassment, Agent 47. Please make sure he's dead this time. <laughs> she actually says that. But the game is fun. The mechanics are lovely. Hmm. And also the graphics. They've improved the graphics. So if you have a copy of Hitman 1, hmm. you can play. Hitman 1 right, again uh, with the Hitman 2 graphics. Exactly. I heard that's so cool. And it's really good. Like, I don't have Hitman 1, but I've seen the ca- uh, comparisons and it's you can actually notice it. It's right. bi- much brighter and, you know, Agent 47 looks more menacing. I mean, I think they've had a bigger budget. I, th- I thought Hitman 1 was a, uh, going them going back to the board and, you know, mm. reconfiguring things. It was episodic. The Hitman 2 is not episodic. It's a full-fledged game. It's a yeah, full-fledged game. Yeah. Yeah. But there are also small little missions where you come back to these locations to take them down. Like, you I come even, back to old locations? Yeah, so the Sean Bean mission, you had to come back to Miami, which is like the, the third mission in the okay. entire game. So I also played the Mumbai mission. That's fun. Right, right. That, that was, was really fun. Yeah. I saw the. I, I saw lot, the game. A lot there. of the Indians actually were excited to uh, pick up was... the game because of this one mission, right? Yeah. So in a way, it's, it's good. It's like, hey, we're including I, you. You gave me. A, I there's, saw the gameplay footage. There's that you even made. a really cool Easter egg. So if you go into a cyber cafe in the Mumbai slums, right, there is a PC which has Hitman 2 Silent Assassin, the old original no, gameplay. And I'm like, wow, that's a really cool... I, I saw one, saw someone in the community post it. I was I like, think it was uh, Prat- Pratamesh. Pratamesh, yeah. yeah. He's the one who posted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a really cool. cool picture, yeah. yeah. That was like the best. Mm-hmm. And also, the one thing I like about Hitman 2 is like, of course, all Hitman games, there's like a linear way to do it. Yeah. Hitman 2 is like, you choose your, you choose how you want to I saw it. you, uh, uh, I think it was the most uh, impressive thing in the gameplay footage, I thought, where you were in a barber shop. Oh, yeah. And you had to go out and you had to like, ask few people, it, like, if they want to shave. Yeah, and you exactly. went to Sweeney Todd on them. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, like, you pretty much went Sweeney Todd on them. Yeah, you're like, hey, I'll, I'll give you for a shave. It just goes and slices like a throat off. <laughs> What the? I, I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that. Uh, one, if I have to say, I've always been a fan of Hitman. I've been playing that since the first three. Uh, Contracts and Blood Money. Those three, uh, those two are my yeah. favorite games. Hitman 1, I loved it, but I thought some of the elements were broken. The last mission was too hard for me, the first one. Uh, I love what I see so far. A bit of criticism, I say, I think, and I think I mentioned it to Nikhil also before, and that's, I don't think it's uh, a fault of the game itself. It's my perception after playing this little game called Red Dead Redemption 2. I'll come back to that in a oh, bit, yeah. but where that game prides so much of its realism, where 
any small move that you take gets noticed a lot by the environment around you. Yeah. Like if you take a bit of gun out, everybody will be like, whoa, wait, yeah. what are you yeah, doing yeah, yeah, like yeah. this? Right? And so I, I was so tailored to the way that uh, game had uh, taken me. Like you have to be careful. If you're going to town and you have a bounty, you have to wear a mask on. Yeah. You should not be recognized. If you have a mask on, uh, the, uh, the butcher is not going to uh, sell his goods to you. You're not going to get certain things on the market. You'll have to be realistic. So when coming to Hitman, I was expecting uh, Hitman is just like, I, I changed my outfit, I'm good. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> not, just that, not just that. Like, I mean, I was expecting, considering his stealth, for me to be more careful. And I saw this one gameplay footage that you had, where you were killing the, oh, what was that queen? Some person in the, in Oh, Vanya Shah. Vanya Shah, right? Yeah. And I thought, you know, there were two people in the room. I was like, there's no way you can kill that person while the other person... I just went room. for it. You just went short and the other girl still has a so back. She was, so she was looking away and the way uh, Agent 47 subdues, he actually does it like straight, you know, right. just to completely yeah, muffle them. In, yeah. a, in a way, in, in like a real what he says is... There'll be some. <laughs> There'll be some. You know, it's not like you're in vacuum, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. But then again, I guess uh, I don't know, man. It's a stealth game. I suppose you have to like work around the fact that this is the game, and you get a reward for taking a silent kill. I suppose. I mean, I'm not sure. Where do you? No, but then it's also rewarding when you it's, do yeah. pull that off. Yeah. Regardless of the environment, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you pulled it off with you two other people, right? Yeah. Kind so of rewarding for so, playing. See, Hitman. It's like yes, I've seen people play. You know, the memes where you know. You don't have to worry about any witnesses if there are no witnesses, right. stuff like that. But with Hitman uh, in particular, it's like you get a lot of points based mm. on how well you take the silent kill. If you so it's about minimal uh, damage, just uh. take out the targets. Yeah. So I had to take out that extra target there because I mean, if she sees the body, I had to dump the body in the you know that small basket, and she was right next to it. So I was like, okay, I got to do what I got to do. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I I even apologize. Like I I'm sorry. Apologize. I think Hitman, you always go the extra mile for no reason. It's right. like you you're good to go. You're good to leave the area, but you want to go back and get some fancy kills yeah. or whatever. It's, always been, it's always been that you wanna you're curious to see what else you could have done better. Yeah. I think there was a time where I, I I literally searched for the rat poison for like 30 minutes. Okay. I went to every place. I think this was the first one Hitman, uh, the last one that came out. I spent like 30 minutes just searching for a poison. Like I already killed the target. I could just leave the area, but no, I was like. I wanted to search for it and see if I could have done it just by simply putting it in his food and then mm. end it, right? Yeah. But so that's what the, uh, that's the Hitman to uh, you know way of design, like right. choose how you want to go for right. it. And there are many ways to do it. Like yeah, they've added challenges and achievements where you can. There's get a lot of replay replay. I asked this question for Battlefield. I'm going to ask it again. What was your favorite kill in Hitman? Because oh, there's so, so many. Oh, in Hitman. Right. Um, it had to be the one where. Uh, the first uh, mission where you're playing in the warehouse, mm -hmm. you have to take down someone, uh, I forgot the person's name, uh, but basically you a break in, you do a normal break and enter, mm -hmm. you take their data and they come back home. Right. So you got to take her out. So while she was outside, you know, just mm -hmm. looking over, having a cigarette, mm -hmm. had a, you know, I was disguised as one of the uh, bodyguards. Mm -hmm. Take out the pistol, one shot, walked away. Right. That was like the cleanest kill mm -hmm. I've ever done. I was so <laughs> proud of myself that it right. was the clean, like, First time playing a stealth mission after a long time, take the shot, walk out of there like a boss. Wow. And then while I was walking, I of course changed my uh, you know outfit to the you know hitman outfit because you know storytelling and role right. and stuff like that because I tend to do that a lot. <laughs> they there were a couple of guys near the boat, so some when I was streaming that, a couple of my viewers they told me throw uh, one of those the, I think yeah throw like basically shoot out the gas canister in this truck it'll explode. Everyone go to that. I did that. There was a guy next to that. Quickly punched him out, knocked him out of the, like, exit of the beach. Wow. It I, was, saw, I saw that one where on Reddit where the homing briefcase. Oh, oh, oh I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. I still haven't tried it. I still haven't tried that it. That got my attention because he just goes like, whoop. <laughs> it just follows him up the stairs, right? That one was hilarious. I was thinking about doing that uh, for Sean Bean, but I don't know. I was like, nah, it's fine. I just wanted to take him out. You know what would have been funny for Sean Bean? It's like, no matter what you do, if you fail the mission, that guy would have died anyway. Like, if he goes the mission, he goes in the car and that has a meter accident. Or something, something yeah. catching over. Yeah. Yeah. You've done something, man. Even if you fail the mission, there are probably going to end But God bless Sean Bean. I hope he has a long life in real life. Not that hard to kill in real life, by the way. Yeah. He, he, he uh, got into a bar fight where a person literally stabbed him. He beat the guy, ordered a drink, and walked out of the bar. That's badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's awesome. Really? 
Okay, okay so man. moving on, Nikhil. Yeah. What have you been playing, my friend? PUBG, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like the age-old question. Everyone at this point in time, I just join any Discord or Team Speak. They just like you want to play PUBG. Uh huh. So it is my go-to game. I it's like a love-hate relationship. Love-hate. I love it when they optimize or they're like doing something cool mm -hmm. and it's like giving me 140 FPS and then I hate it when new patches like the one that came out now because mm -hmm. what happens is the patch comes out and then your performance dips like 20% and then you start like yesterday I think I was playing I was, every time I scoped in mm -hmm. the bigger scope I was losing like 20 FPS. Oh, wow. And there's no explanation other than, hey, the server is full. <laughs> it's like the yeah. generic. Server is filling up full capacity, so you, you're lagging right now. But it doesn't even lag. <laughs> right? You go on Reddit, you know, hands up, go on Reddit today and be like, hey, I had bad performance. Like, nah, there's a lot of people on the server, so <laughs> give it a couple of days, we'll fix it. But yeah, I mean, PUBG, a lot, lot of PUBG. Other, I mean, Battlefield also, I just recently got on that hype train. Right, you were telling about the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, that I've also fun. seen his transition from his PUBG gameplay to Battlefield. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to point that out. Because the first game he joined in with us, and I checked the scoreboard, this guy was on top with, I think, 18 kills and just, mm -hmm. like, 4 or 5 deaths. Oh, right. I, it, like, I don't know how to play like a squad. It's, right. it's like a, it's just so, a trait. I, I, I even told him like, you are our killing machine. Mm. We've got our short caller. We've got our sniper. He's and like I, I'm, the he's ice man, right? The guy who gets the job done. He's yeah, the I'm, I'm pretty much hitman, but kills everyone. Yeah, in the exactly. Level. <laughs> the John Wick is the Baba <laughs> Yeager. <laughs> you just kill everything in the level. You know? It's like, like, oh, I'm out of bullets. I'll throw the gun to kill you. <laughs> But bullseye! 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 <laughs> PUBG, yeah. I, I'd yeah. say like still on top of most played mm -hmm. per week or whatever. That's uh, okay. So tell me about your, uh, not but we, we completely skimmed over your transition to Battlefield. Mm -hmm. Do you think they both scale well? Like complement each other? Uh, well? Yeah, I think so because it's completely different elements, right? Mm. Uh, objective based, mm. survival. Right. I mean, I can die five times in, in a round in Battlefield and not worry about it, but mm. PUBG, I'm dead once, I'm done for the round. So, in terms of just uh, game style wise, I, I still prefer PUBG, yes, mm. but I like the whole fast paced battlefield where I mean, easier to squad up and let's just say like a lot of people are still learning, so mm. it's not that try hard. Because right. that seriousness also comes into PUBG where when you're grinding the ladder or something, right. it's super slow gameplay, you get bored, 20 minutes you're not doing anything and then 10 minutes all the fight breaks out. I mean nothing... Battlefield, I step in, I join the lobby, you pick up your gun and you just start fighting, I mean, right? Nothing beats the intensity of being the last few people. Yeah, that... Right? So, uh, every time someone asks me why do you go back to that, yeah. you know, they use a lot of words to, yeah. <laughs> you know, on, online to explain what PUBG is, but... The only reason I go back is that last circle. I always tell people, I'll yeah. you know keep telling them that it's the last circle. I yeah. I completely enjoy it. You know that because every last circle is different. Yep. I don't think I've had like one where I was like, oh, this is a deja vu. No, every element like is different. Every scenario is different. And after every chicken dinner, you still have that heart racing, which right. I don't think any other games yeah. done. No, yeah, no, definitely. It's like you know. You know you have to get certain people out. Mm. You know they're out to get you. You know that the area is closing yeah. on on you. It's like all these per, uh, like permutations and combinations. You just have to yeah. go and you have to do it on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. It's also that you're that close element, to victory. Yeah. yeah. But you're so far away because if you make one mistake, you could end up. No, yeah. With every second. passing time, your exactly. decisions become that much more critical. But exactly. I feel like Battlefield also sort of ju does justice to that with mm. the whole the point system. Right. Because I think we had a couple of games that were like very four close, yeah. points. Right. I, that's like four kill difference or four objective point difference. So yes, it you know it's very close, but I think PUBG still steals it for me right. in terms of just experience and I mean it's worthwhile. Let's right. just say it's way more rewarding hmm. uh, than any other game I've played. So uh, PUBG might be a go-to game, but I know that there's an evergreen game, League of Legends, which you yes. which is always in the back burner and like, I, I you just think, pull it uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've quit League like 64 times 64. or something in the last two years, <laughs> which is like an ongoing joke, but. League is my go-to MOBA. Right. Uh, I mean, I was the next Dota player for like four years. Mm -hmm. So League, I definitely check into now and then because Riot does a lot of stuff, right? A lot of uh, gameplay mechanic changes, and you're always, you know, fighting to adapt and fighting to adapt better than the, the other person. Right. Which is really good because it's challenging one. Mm -hmm. uh, also, they listen to the community, so you've got these big changes happening right. over the course of like, you know, a fortnight, like. Two three weeks, I think most of the time the patches come out, and also champions. Mm. They got right. a new champion. They right? got a new champion. I mean, it's it's a little. So I don't know if it's controversial, but it's like it's out there, uh, LGBT mm -hmm. supporting. I mean, it's it's a good champion. But again, what this champion does is mimic. 
mm-hmm. which I don't think any character in League does. Right. Yeah. So you have a hundred plus characters and nobody does, has the Surprising same mechanics. Surprising it took them so long to get I mean, something. I yeah. uh, there is, I think, Sheiko as a clone. Right. But other than that, I don't see, uh, you know, anyone as close as Nico. And she brings so many elements hmm. to you know, team fights to like macro level plays hmm. to, uh, I don't know, just your ganking lanes in general, you know, Nico can turn into your jungler or whatever. She can just mimic him. Right. Walk into a brush, you know, as you guys probably know, League of Legends, you enter a brush, you go right. anyways, you go walk in, you swap out, you come out and then you're basically spamming support spells. So Nico seems like a perfect character for somebody who wants to fill. And uh, like... <laughs> so I'll tell you what happened, right? Uh, Nico did come out on uh-huh. PBE uh-huh. and, uh, the first instinct was people started running her AP mid because okay. her like it's like a known fact that most of the supports when you run them full AP do a lot of damage right because they're stuck in that role yes but when you put them in like a solo lane and you get them that XP and levels they do a lot of damage and Nico does that okay. now imagine a roaming Nico who's like probably 400 AP that's okay. gonna hurt that is going to hurt that's another big element you have to consider now mm-hmm. right okay yes Riot targeted as a support champion, but now there's people probably going to play at jungle, probably going to play at mid, and that that's why it's an evergreen game because you you never ex- there's like other than competitive play, I don't think you're ever like oh I can expect this because hmm. blind pick Nico is going to be a pain, okay, like literally. Rats, when was the last time you're playing League? Of- you're thinking about the KDS song right now, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Like you guys are talking about it, I was like thinking KDA. Like I must admit that song is addicting. Because uh-huh. the one thing I loved about the like music video, sorry to yeah. go a bit off tangent here, but it's the animation. Uh-huh. It's the character skin, uh, the models, the skins and all that. Like uh-huh. especially Akali's neon cool and the, all the, the moving uh, mask. Yeah, the yeah. moving mask is what got me. Like, that is they're gonna add that skin. They're gonna add yeah, that I, don't, skin I, I think, already already added, I think yeah. the dance is an emote in there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that insane. and also like I, I saw a video where someone was explaining about the KDA universe. Like mm. this whole thing has its own universe where they're an actual band on earth in the mm. League of Legends, like multiverse. And right. that was actually very interesting. So I started, you know, researching all that. I still have to watch a couple of more videos to understand yeah. that. I mean I think they're super serious about that lore. I mean it's always been a riot thing, right? right. Any champion like Nico, I haven't read the lore yet. Right. I want to get more on the lore. Uh, I'll, I'll finish this topic here. See, the thing is, like, I wanted to cover when you said they're adapting to everything for uh, to the yeah. times. I believe it's not just in game; it's also with the marketing. Their marketing has always been on point, and KDA yeah. is one big, yeah. big. I mean, they did. Uh, they did say they're gonna bring out more music uh, videos right. for this because and it, it got a really good, got really good reception. It like, does a lot for yeah. even the characters. I think Akali like pushed to the top in terms of fame after that one. I think KDA in general uh, yeah, yeah. is like I said. I think I read it on Reddit. Uh, it was the most accepted campaign right. in the recent like past, at least for this season, yeah. uh, 2018. I think this is the best. Um, what do you say, acceptance of the skins and the sales and all that stuff, it was off the chart. I mean, I bought Kaiser, it's like a 500 bucks skin. Right. You still buy it, right? It's that good because it's not just you're buying a cosmetic for your character, but there's so much around it. There's a music right. video, there's a lore, there's like all this information. That's so it's not website. just like, hey, we're pushing a skin, buy it. It, there's yeah. so much involvement and music's always been like a vertical for them. Oh, yeah. Always, yeah. I think League uh, has this, you know, wonky multiverse thing where it's a mishmash of all the pop culture thing which so it can get away with many things yeah. whereas other MOBAs like probably Dota's more serious approach where it's locked down yeah. to a particular thing Correct. Yeah, it's just one universe like Dota yeah. like uh, good thing you brought Dota up because yeah. recently Dota released oh, a 7.20 yeah, 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 patch, patch. Right. and that patch completely changes the map like I have read the patch notes mm. and I've heard the community talk about it mm. the map has been changed they have changed a lot of mechanics. Uh, so, and they've also added some, you know, they've changed most of the heroes out there. Right, yeah. Like to give you an example, uh, one of the heroes, Ogre Magi. Right. So his ultimate is multicast. It's mm-hmm. a passive. So every time he casts a spell, his there's a luck draw where it can either, you know, multiply into, you know, either twice, thrice or four times. Mm. So when he stuns a person, it can hit the same person four more times. Right. So one of the changes is any offensive item, like a hex, mm. you want to turn someone, you mm. want to polymorph someone or you want to, you know, send someone in the air, like stun them uh, or use crowd control on them. That also has multicast. So right. you can do the, do to the same person and the people around him. That's so like if you have a hex forward, eight seconds. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a hex like uh, four seconds, four, four people just hexed and that's enough for like in the later game. 
for an entire team like you played over you know it's like yeah. instant wipe it's mm-hmm. like instant wipe you just can demolish the enemy so I, that's I mean, one example i think that's uh, there's similar lines of how you know players have to adapt every exactly. patch it's mm-hmm. crazy i think dota is way more difficult because of the fact that there's so many drastic changes and yeah. competitive follows really fast like riot has like two patches of buffer before it goes to competitive right. competitive but dota is like instant instant mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. next tournament will have it and if it's a month away or a week away you're just going to have it and you're going to have to adapt you just have to get pretty much yeah. literally adapt and then and the community is like i've been seeing a lot of polls what do you guys think of the 7.20 mm-hmm. patch and the actually the, the poll answers are really funny it's like hell yeah i'm excited b is like man it's okay three is like they broke the game like it's that's always it's always, always broken yeah. that's always say they broke the game and i'm like come on like no that's that's a way of fixing things right how do we fix things we'll break, break it more yeah. right that's yeah. that's been their approach for this whole thing i think yeah we breaking the game is good cuz like you said there's a i've seen a lot of fixes for dota just cuz you know they broke it so extreme that you get so much community backlash you're like okay maybe it was too far and then you end up fixing it but i mobile wise yeah I, i don't see anyone else even close in terms of competition i played right. heroes in earth i played uh, the uh, heroes of the storm he was a strong sorry no i played hon also yeah hon yeah both i played hon as well yeah. uh, then what was in between ரொம்பிட்டி it's huge it's huge because we've been envisioning lore for god knows i mean i've been playing for 5 years so right. i've read the lore i've envisioned my characters but never on other than music videos that came out or like season uh, hype videos we haven't really seen the characters in their like full flesh or whatever right. and i think mao is going to do exactly yeah. that and capture these uh, emotions yeah exactly to I, to have something league of legends with the with the marketing campaign in complete stride mm-hmm. and associating with another company that's like killing it right now in yeah, all sorts of words with that it's a good fanboying as well because right. uh, there's going to be a lot of people and i think ash was on the cover with it right yeah. Yeah. ash was on the cover it's like so. it's crazy because ash is one of those like i'll read it i don't mind yeah. i would be fan I mean, of marvel it depends when co- any announcement it was just like an announcement right it's with an announcement. the cover yeah yeah Yeah, but speaking of Marvel, I know another fan in the house was a Marvel fan. Like you've been playing Spider-Man a lot. Right? Oh the yeah, new DLC. Oh yeah, yeah. The new DLC just came out. That's a nice, nice segue. I'm That's just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm switching the. Like, uh-huh, switching. Uh, Give me the Wally. All right. So, <clears throat> Spider-Man. Firstly, love it. It's like my one of my top contenders for Game of the Year. right if ha- it hadn't been for two more games <laughs> that was that was so controversial yeah, yeah, man, like, yeah. i i was actually shocked by that like i actually thought it was either going to be spiderman or red dead redemption yeah. but then out of uh, nowhere it's like it's like i like this you just like, it's like queen <laughs> Uh, uh no man I'm I'm blame ninja <laughs> right, it's funny how like i mean you would assume like it's broken right you would assume the game of the year to be something that released in that year <laughs> like yeah. technically but whatever whatever been said let's not take away anything from spider man yeah. which uh the base game itself is the first game on playstation that i platinumed yep. just because you know the open world games I'm, i'm a bit tired of them i do, i don't i enjoy a bit of collectibles i enjoy the world but the least favorite element of any open world game for me is the traversal like i mostly use the fast travel yeah true, true. right you know when i used the fast travel in spider man to get the trophy which which says you have to tr- use the subway five times because i never oh. used the fast travel even once because the traversal yeah. is the best I mean, part I've, about the game i've seen you play the game and yeah. you're having so much fun just you know web here yeah. jump from one building to another it looks cool it and looks cool yeah insomniac has done and then taken they've taken all the lessons from sunset overdrive which is a game that has come mm. out on steam everybody should check should check it out it's brilliant yeah i think it's no Black longer an xbox exclusive yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like the animation is so on point wherever wherever you just fall he just does and you know the new york thing they they have the fire escapes it's not mm-hmm. you just can't have a new york without a fire escapes you can just run through it there's no slow and uh, slow any hampering in momentum he just goes jumps through them and just walk, goes away if there's a billboard he just pushes it aside and just goes away Basically the, the way is clean the movement is clean 
But what surprised me was the depth in story. All right? The base story is phenomenal. I'm just going to talk about the DLC. The DLC is split into three parts. Okay. And the three parts are connected. It's a three arc, like a movie. Like first arc, second arc, third arc. Oh, okay. So the first arc focuses on Black Cat and uh, his relationship with the Black Cat, his ex-flame and stuff yeah. like that. And this is pretty hilarious, okay? It's, 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 uh, Yuri Lowenthal does a phenomenal job as Spider-Man. It's hilarious the way they banter. And, you know, you have these tag team battles, which really sells that these guys are very good as a couple and a team and could have been more had it, uh, but then you know it brings a bit of tension as well you can see how it wouldn't have worked but you could see that black cat was under a thin ice due to this new villain which is hammerhead all right and this the first dlc was good it was a bit lighthearted it set the stakes really well the second dlc things go intense like okay. so spider-man had this uh, cop friend of his called yuri as well Okay. Uh, it's gonna get confusing. Spider-Man's voice actor is Yuri Lowenthal, whose wife is the one who voices Yuri in the game. Okay, <laughs> <Wow>. so, okay. <laughs> so Yuri, oh, yeah, Yuri it's, like, it's like yeah, Three it's times. completely. But uh, Yuri, the same guy who did uh, the voice for Sasuke in the English version of Naruto. Oh. Yeah, so uh, he, uh, so Yuri and uh, uh, is uh, on the hunt for Hammerhead, and I like how they did Hammerhead. Is like he's the second guy after Kingpin who's, who wants to like raise Magia. Uh, by the way, if anybody has watched Daredevil, Magia was referenced in that one as well. I'm just going really nerdy here, but I'm going to yeah. give you the basic things. I okay. think there'll be a few people who will yeah, know, they're, they're get references. all this. Yeah, but the thing is like, uh, uh, Yuri uh, from the cop, they've, they've shown her turn from the cop to the darker side by the end of it. Let's just not say that it takes a very dark turn, which you expect from a second act in any, if you take it in a movie, if you take it into any sequel, the second act to go to a darker route mm -hmm. which this dlc does very well disappointing thing though is apart from the story the story is the best part the things surrounding it are pretty lackluster you don't have a lot of challenges except this one girl called screwball uh who, that's her name screwball? screwball is one of the comic villains okay. funny thing is she gives you challenges and she streams it on her own version of twitch Oh, wow. Yeah. That is almost like the Forza Horizon has something. Oh, yeah. Right. So you have to like, because Spider-Man is the most trending character in New York, right? So she wants to like watch Spider-Man beat the thugs and that gets her more followers. So you, every time like, you have to photobomb it while you're taking people out. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen some of that yeah. online. I have seen that. It's, it's actually similar to what Forza is. This is like yeah. the second game. I think I've seen the influencer element yeah. into this. Yeah. Right. But then uh, it's like, it's, I think it individually costs like $10 to, to $15 for a DLC. Yeah. But the core content is like three to five hours, which I'm not sure oh, I could shit. justify though. But I feel like three to five, yeah, three to five hours is kind of sort of steep. No, I mean, I'm not saying, see, I never judge a game by the amount of hours, but the experience that they yeah, give me. Yeah, what's the replay element? Like you do, I mean, you it's endlessly. It one weekend and just play it again? Yeah, this, the thing yeah, with Spider-Man it is a, it's an endlessly replayable yeah, game. I think it justifies the price. Also the quality, like you were mentioning, yeah, you've already polished. spoken about the mechanics like, and everything. So it is your graphics, rather, your no, gameplay, your replayability value. The one thing it does really well is, again, the, uh, oh, let me take this moment to differentiate Spider-Man from Batman Arkham because those are a lot of comparisons that have been hmm. put up, right? Yeah. Uh, first of all, so Arkham took a lot of inspiration from Spider-Man 2 from the gameplay elements and it refined it to, which is very akin to Batman. But the thing with Batman is if you notice all the enemies close in on Batman. Like they, yeah, they get in cover like, to him and then you counter, you just press counter and he just like counters everybody very smoothly because yeah, he's just invincible. Yeah. Spider-Man is more about movement. You're not going to have people like ganging up on you there's going to be a rocket launcher from there that's coming out there's going to be like people shooting but there's going to be snipers and that's where your spider sense come in like handy you can dodge them and you can like if there's a rocket you can like whip the rocket back to them and by the way that's the detail like if you do the photo mode which is the best in the in any game i've seen so far you close in on the rocket really cool yeah you can go it on the rocket it says uh the rocket says uh confirm to kill spiders <laughs> that's really really nitty gritty that they do and yeah just so many combos so many movement options and just so many gadgets that you can use which keeps the gameplay always fresh yeah right now another stuff but i realized another stark contrast to this game was another game red dead redemption 2 which i recently played. yeah i think you enjoyed 
I saw a lot of posts. I saw a lot of your memes <laughs> where you keep tripping over with a horse. Yeah, dude, he, I he mean, dropped a horse down a mountain. Oh. <laughs> it's like no, no, the, he just sacrificed a horse. Then I was like, for what? For the great for loot. <laughs> I do. I, I, I felt like, so bad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that stuff. I think it was so meme-y. I saw even the one where he RKO's. Like I think you RKO. It was me. It was an RKO. It was like he just tried to get on the horse and just fell down. The favorite video I've seen is this guy just—he just going up a cliff, and I, there was no rock in between. He just Wait, trips uh, and he falls. Did you finish the whole thing? No, no, I'm not even close. Oh wow! There's okay. a reason for that. How, how many hours have you already put in? I have put in around I think 20 hours into this. Whew. And Wait, what? What's the percentage? Where you I think are? it's yeah. like at around. Uh, 35 percent let me just talk about this for a hundred yeah let me just tell you i mean uh the the way it gives a lot of hateful hate vibes the way it starts the sin i want it slow it's yeah that's the thing i wanted to address before it's not a gta it's definitely not gta the controls can get a little used to this game frustrates me all right first of all there's too many controls there's too many things you can do love and hate relationship yeah there's too many things you can do with the controls itself it's like typical rockstar fashion you have to keep tapping x2 like run and l2 is like mapped to different options the same option that is used to draw your gun is the one that you use to you know talk to a person so you know if i'm like if i come in town and then you're like how are you doing right it's like you need to have your gun holstered. Not even hold the gun. You need to have it holstered. Holster, yeah. You know, because I, 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 I walk with a guy with a gun in my hand. The people are like, you better plan. If you're planning on using that, you got a whole thing coming. Like, we're like, dude, chill, chill. I don't know. I, I can imagine myself playing Red Dead Redemption 2. It'd be like Hitman, like holsters, like oh, panic, shoot, and then it's gonna be chaos after that. And the thing is, like, it's hard. So you know, the thing is, like, it goes for so real, so much of realism that. I think at certain points, like Roxy, you're going a bit too far because you can't carry the big guns unless you go to your horse. Your horse has the big guns, right? You take it from that, and you like you can change it. You have to go back to the horse to do that. So you really can't carry uh, one shotgun with you. Uh, you know you can, you can, but you have to take it from your horse. You have to like your horse is the storage. Oh, like there's no yeah. storage on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I was just cycling through this thing on my horse, and the other guy's like, "Whoa, buddy, what the hell are you doing?" I'm like, I'm just swapping <laughs> things up. Swapping guns. All right. And uh, the thing is, like, the animations, right? There's just so much detail. It's like annoying. Like, it, the, your character just won't like smoothly turn back. Arthur is so slow. He's like, he's just gonna stop, do yeah. this bend, go back. It takes like 11 seconds to do that. And the aim. I think I noticed just watching streams that it was like hella slow. It's very slow. Because you're getting to from point A to point B is like you yeah. go through a lot of stuff. Right. Right. And the thing, but the thing is, the pace is deliberate. Hmm. So unlike other games, even the best open world games, I'm gonna. This is gonna catch a lot of heat. But let's take like Witcher 3 for example. Right. Phenomenal open world game, but you still have to go to a certain place and like talk to a certain person to trigger some quest. Not so much in Red Dead Redemption 2. So there's a camp happening there. You walk down, and then people will be having their own conversation. And you just smoothly blend in, and he just comes up to you and might give a quest. That happens. And it, it's like you want to go for fishing, buddy. No wonder he's stuck at like 20% over. Yeah, so it's like, and then you go, and it's always about going from one place to another. It's long journeys. And I realized, like, I, I was streaming the game for the stuff for a few periods of time, then I stopped streaming. And I enjoy. I realized that I enjoyed the game much more when I was not streaming. Because you're paying attention to everything. Not just paying attention, because when I was streaming, I was always under this notion that I have to choose the path which leads to a story progression. Right? Whereas this is not a game that Rockstar wants you to, like, complete immediately. They want you to take in the surroundings. They want you to sit down and have coffee with the people. They want you to play those cards. They want you to observe the lighting, the way things turn. They want you to... Just be there for the journey. Because when I walk, when I'm going towards this endpoint A, I just happen to have a uh, happen across a broken carriage, right? When I, I, that leads to a small quest there, where this guy's like, I, 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 you know, I'm running, running away from this uh, prison, and there's a stack of gold hidden there. Do you want to check that up? Yeah, sure. And then you know, on that way I was doing, I ran into the Ku Klux Klan. Like basically, <laughs> yeah. basically, like an endless, yeah. endless, endless side missions. I won't even tell you. And I'm not even going to tell you what had happened. Like Ku Klux Klan, they were appointing the new member to 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 join there. No. That guy trips, 
<laughs> he was trying to light up the cross he trips burns the whole wow. down i carry the leader put him on a train i you know i i took the train and you can run the train over the guys uh-huh. it's easy but thing is like you can only fast travel when you're near a train or some station like that and you can just commit robberies on trains Uh, That's crazy. I mean, so I haven't, I haven't really played cool, the game, yeah. so I can't really relate to most of the stuff. It, it, it does get supernatural as well. You might just land up to a home, but there's just Ghosts. there's a ghost there, and oh, just wow. strangest things happen. All right. Okay, this game is so. Uh, no wonder people say tell me to play this game. I think that's where all the salt comes from yeah. when when they see yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but but the best part is the story. It's like okay, it's set between and uh, yeah, I, I can't uh, tell you. The, it's it's you 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 so you have a camp of your own and everybody's doing the part to make do right. Yeah. But it's so annoying mm. where you get five hundred dollars, get these like you hunt, you go on these hunts with these hunt these legendary bears and alligators, you get their pelts. donate you you know you skin them and they show the whole skinning animation which just rips the uh, skin wow, of them okay. and put a so, bag get it down you get mm-hmm. donate all this and you're like john marston donated two dollars <laughs> i'm like john marston you were the protagonist for two games before this you're donating two dollars come on man <laughs> so annoying so you could say that i mean this the way you explain it, it kind of reminded me of skyrim's radiant quests mm-hmm. so it's like even yeah. after you finish every single quest line in the game you'll have a random person come up to you and give you a quest so it's like it could be anything wipe out a camp but those are very generic so i think red dead redemption what rockstar has done is taking it to another level not just with quests but with everything right Wait, I think the best example is the game Stalker because mm-hmm. they use the same uh, AI. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I think it's called AI. Stalker. The, yeah, the, the original. Yeah, one. by what? Uh, that game is broken. Yeah, that game is broken. So it's like let's so say that's it. That pick, pick that, break it some more, and then yeah. So <laughs> you no, know, no. It's pretty much. Let's say you find a guy who's injured. You help him now. Later on in the game, he he's might be a, back, yeah. exactly. Oh, that's so. another thing I wanted to tell you. Yeah, I I did this exact thing. I helped this guy up. and you know i walked i didn't even know i went to a town like 3 4 hours later and this guy's sitting guy in the town there. and this guy's sitting there and he runs the shop and he's like yeah no everything is free you you help me you can take it yeah, and the, i, I uh, love okay, that so element yeah that, that's kind of cool that, that element in story. games is my favorite like every, so you're saying basically every character has like mini story behind exactly. and the way you shop is brilliant you you can just go around the shop and just pick equipments mm. it's not a menu you just go around see what's there on the catalog and then you go the, to the cashier yeah. and just pay it wow okay, oh, that's, that's cool that's that's just so much one more thing before i move on yeah the excellent sound design spiderman did it as well but this so it starts it's the starting of the game i want to talk about is where it goes completely silent before you know you know you're supposed to like square around this house mm-hmm. you're supposed to talk to these guys the discolies who are the main villains okay. and you know uh, your boss is going to have a talk with them and if you've seen any western you know it's not going to end well yeah. right so <laughs> you just you just <laughs> like yeah you just you're hiding in your spot and dead silent right and risco uh, and you've been given instructions at moment things go out you 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 have perfect uh autonomy to take a shot right yeah and you hold it completely and you you know things are going wrong you just go for this by the way there's a slow mechanic if you press r to very slowly he just slowly so goes for oh, his so gun based on like, how you does, yeah, oh, so it does okay. that thing that, that's, that's so cool. like you go for it and then the moment he picks and starts shooting the music rises yeah. like so i i maintain so this might just be me speculating like a small little addition maybe red with all these mechanics that rockstar has done mm. to implement it on red dead redemption maybe this is like them testing it out before they implement it on, on the new G- gta on gta 6 no <laughs> I because think, see, i for me i haven't played red dead but a big gta guy and assuming that they did such a good job on red dead gta would be very hard to play escalating yeah. my gta the next series like, yeah, you know, i guess that was thoughts. on my mind the entire time because how well will they do the next gta yeah because you mentioned you have a the gun. whole of red dead mm. now they have another big budget for gta right and then they pull off gta 6 oh, definitely i think though they took okay have completely different tones whereas red dead does not have a plane that you can just like fly around it, does, it you you can do some bonkers stuff in gta i yeah. know but it i'm saying this. like you said the whole ai the oh definitely AI, you know that's going to be such a such a big open yeah. world right so many you characters you come across now i'm just assuming that okay if it's the same studio i mean like whatever it's rockstar yeah so assuming that they get the same oh, ai definitely. and everything through gta 6 rockstar has always see again again you can't uh, uh, people keep making open world games and i'm like you can't do something better than the person who made it famous yeah. in the first yes. place 
So yeah. the next GTA is going to be bad. But it the thing is, is I've heard crazy. funny thing like these guys are like they're not sure if they can make a next GTA because GTA was a more satire thing, and they're like, yeah. well, the re- reality is so bonkers <laughs> in the current games. I'm not sure if people no, are going to accept them. I kind of enjoy most of the GTA mods and stuff, yeah. right? They yeah. have a lot. So there's 5M mods. Right. They have so many like different elements in GTA. It's still, oh, definitely. You know, they have the racing for people. They have the role plays. They have their own like. Uh, full city like a functional Completely. city with each of them playing different characters now I'm putting all of that in Red Dead and I'm like dude it's like the perfect formula GTA yeah. 6 is like it's sorted. Be sorted, yeah. uh, before I close this off I just want to say is this great to see that there's this company with unprecedented success unprecedented success yeah. that still uh, though has controls which are frustrating though yeah. does some decisions with the gameplay which is Pretty frustrating. True. Does it for a purpose that uh, you know enhances the game and brings the genre, brings the whole gaming industry one step forward? Like yeah, I feel like they're always uh, leaps and bounds, man. I mean, right. every time they come up with something, people yeah. are obviously speculating. But the moment it's out, I've yeah. never seen like a bad remark. Never. I just yeah. everyone's like, wow. I think yeah, ten, 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 like yeah, all across the board. The game has. Got all tens. It's at it's hitting a ninety-seven yeah. on Metacritic. Yeah, ninety-seven. That that's a high score on Metacritic. I think IGN's yeah. also given it a ten on ten. Yeah. Like one of the few games this year this alone year, yeah. to get a ten on ten from IGN. Yet. Yeah. Fortnite's <laughs> game of the yeah. year. Why do you have to keep bringing that <laughs> it up? It feels bad, man. It feels bad. <laughs> uh, but I would love to see Red Dead Redemption. No, I think too, if it comes on the PC. The game awards are in December, right? Mm. I think it's gonna be a three-way competition between yeah. yeah, God of War, Red Dead, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, that, yes. that, that's a good uh, you know triple threat. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, God of War started off pretty strong, but I, Spider-Man and Red Dead, I think, blew it out. Yeah. I, I think, in my opinion, Red Dead. I need to play. I think. I'll probably. I think. I think, in terms of objectively speaking, I think Red Dead Redemption Two is the hmm. clear front runner yeah. when it comes to this. Uh, let's see. Just wait and watch. Let's I guess. wait and watch for that. Uh, we got like a lot of time, so. We. <laughs> oh, we got everything, but. The, the game awards in, is in December, and I just realized December is packed with a lot of events. Yes. We have one right here in our city. If if I may, like as someone who has been a part of this event since the very beginning, right? Right. From Mangalore all the way to Gamer Connect Bangalore, Uh 15th and 16th of December, we're going to have a Gamer Connect right here in Bangalore. And I'm excited. Like I've actually been asking, can we have one in Bangalore, please? I think a lot of people have been a asking. A lot of people have been asking. Except people who are in Hyderabad. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so Gamer Connect Bangalore, it's happening. And it's not your regular one-day Gamer Connect event. It's a two-day Gamer Sweet, Connect yeah. event with a lot of awesome activities, events, game showcases, product mm-hmm. launches, and whatnot. And uh, that's actually pretty cool. But first, like, again, the switch, switcheroo of the host. Udit and uh, Nickel, like you guys, your first ever Gamer Connect was Hyderabad, which yes, was a two-day event. Yeah. Mm. So you guys, you guys have seen and experienced Hyderabad. What are you looking forward to in Bangalore? I think that was the first time I met both of you guys. Yeah, yeah. first time I met him as well because I was there for the esports activity, and obviously I'm excited for that element to be back again. Yeah, because I think this is the big Gamer Connects are the two-day uh, Gamer Connects are where all the esports event actually happens. So. I'm excited to see that element, see ILG happening and you know, who comes out on top because that's where my heart's at. Uh, and I think Udit, Udit killed it last time oh, yeah. <laughs> with his whole like, content and oh, yeah. so everything. I, yeah, so I think I like two different elements. I was yeah. literally just there for each like, it was like no, Yeah, we compliment each other. Like he, I, I, I'm as far removed from eSports as possible. I have my own yeah. thing completely and he is there. Yeah. yeah. So, Bangalore is going to be a big event. It's happening at the Koramangla Indoor Stadium, 15th and 16th of December. Mark your calendars. Yes, we're going to be coming. I there. think we should like we should cover more about. Yeah, it. we will cover we, more we'll about do something it. over the weekend, and yeah. we'll cover completely what to expect exactly, and what's yeah. going to be happening. But I think for now we've. Yeah. Covered most of the stuff that happened at least in the last three weeks. Yeah, right. we covered basically everything gaming yeah. last three weeks. Couple of coming weeks, we'll be talking more about Gamer Connect Bangalore, about the activities, all the cool stuff that you can experience yeah. at Gamer Connect Bangalore. And also, forgot to mention, if you want to register for Gamer Connect Bangalore, go ahead. You can register right now at gamerconnect.in. The link is in the district description, and we'll also drop it in the comments. Right. right? And uh, I guess we're done. I guess. 
I mean, if you guys want to see more of these, more more of yeah, us just, just randomly talking about stuff on Gamer Connect, do leave us a like, yep, comment, follow the page, follow the page, and you know, just let us know in general what to improve on because this yeah. we're trying to make this like a we're trying to make this a weekly thing. Weekly, we're gonna weekly, we're still kind of arguing yeah. about it, but we, hopefully, you know, if it's a good response, we want to do it as a weekly. But this, this was fun though. We should yeah. like we should yeah. just gr- also, few friends discussing games, chilling yeah. out. Also, yeah. guys, if you want to, or if you want us to discuss about other topics, do let us know in the yeah. comments. We are listening. We'll be, you know, this premiere that you just saw right now. Mm-hmm. It will also be available on YouTube the day after. So don't you worry about you that. You know, I just realized the dumb thing I keep doing every time. Uh, every time I start a podcast, I always forget to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> we should put the name card. The name card. No, the name card will be there. Don't worry. The name I'm your moderator of this thing. No, don't worry about that. The name card will be there. I mean, even the name card. I will think come. you should let, leave it in the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even if I just snap my fingers right now, like, oh, wait, one, let me let me just do a. There you go. Name card ah, right there. Here. So, yeah, this is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. This has been a fun podcast. Like Gamercast, the first one. There are many more of these. Uh, do check us out. Do drop a like. Do drop a comment. Do tell people about it. And we will see you again pretty soon. One second. I gotta switch off the name cards. <laughs> Alright. Thank you guys for watching. See you later.